You're listening to Kicking It With Jason. So I'm going to try to be as sharp as I can as possible on this episode of talking about everything going on in the country and what it means for the world, what it means for me as a young black man, as an American citizen and the pulse that I have on everything and um, what I feel, my thoughts and things that I've been sharing on social media. So I'll try to be as sharp as I can. I got my laptop here to help me um, stay on track and um, go over things that I posted, which um, was really close to my heart. And um, I felt uh, it was needed to be said. And it's a big piece of me stepping up and um, just trying to take action and be a voice um, in this whole movement, in this whole revolution that we're currently facing in our country. And this is, this is exactly what this is. This is not a trend. This is a revolution. Black Lives Matter is a revolution. Now, we read about revolutions in history books. We, we see it in other countries, other places. Um, but this currently is a whole group of people in the nation fighting for change. And so many things have changed from laws, uh, police laws and justice and how schools are taking down Confederate monuments and Confederate flags and, uh, you know, public figures, big figures are stepping up and companies are stepping up and really honing in on how deeply racist our country is and how so many things have blatantly been in our face and has not changed because of the systemic racism that runs through so many areas of our country and is being exposed more and more every day. And um, this is why the revolution is here is because things have to change and we got to put a stop to everything. So, as you know, we've seen, you've seen it, we all seen it, the video of George Floyd being murdered for eight minutes in 20, wait, wait, let me just check. I got I don't know if it was, was it 46, 26, Dave Chappelle did a really good video on it. Um, we've all seen eight minutes, eight minutes and 46 seconds. The guy on the video was being murdered with his knee, a knee on his neck from a policeman, a white policeman. The whole nation seen it. The camera does not lie. And people are fed up because what's been happening is that cops have been getting away with murder. There's been no accountability. There's been no justice. So at this point, cops are just at you know free range to do what they want because they know the, the the justice system has their back the law has their back the court the judge has their back there's no accountability so when cops are going out to what they're supposed to do is which is protect and serve and you know do things the right way the bad cops don't do their jobs correctly because there's been no accountability there's been no cop being, being put away for life 
60, 70, 80 years. There's been no punishment. So, yeah, a bad cop doesn't have to think twice about killing an innocent black man. And this is just one part of the racism that runs through our country. So, Black Lives Matter is not just a fight against police brutality. It's a fight against white supremacy. It's a fight against the evil, the unjust that's happening in our country. And it's a whole unit of people focused on breaking down these walls for change, for justice, for the for the greater good. So when people say things like all lives matter and my life matters too, they don't get it. This is not what that's about. Everybody's lives matters, of course. This is not a competition about this race is is better than this race and this race should get this more this more more attention. This is a, this is about the black community is being hurt in front of everybody's faces on camera for hundreds of years. And now we're on a common voice to work together. This is inclusion, not exclusion. We're in a, this is a common voice to take down something that has been running rampant in our country for too long with just bad presidential leadership, bad government leadership, and, um, you know, people are fed up and tired, and enough has been enough. So, of course, after years of this happening, um, riots have came. Everybody's protesting. Every state has protested. People around the world are protesting because black lives don't, just don't matter here in America, just don't get mistreated here in America. That also happens in other parts of the world. So here's what I wrote. I posted this on Facebook, Instagram. I said, these bad races and hateful systems have given punches over and over. Now the people are punching back. We all know all lives matter. But when a, sp a specific life like the black community is being ganged up on and is being exposed at more frequent rate rates, that's when the flight plan has to make an adjustment for us to all win. For us to all win. The love has to be displayed and represented a lot more. Get the support numbers higher and higher. Punch harder. Love harder. Hate never takes a rest and never slows down the recruiting. Neither can we. Never. We live in a country where they actually thought it was okay to have Jim Crow segregation laws. Jim Crow segregation laws. Think about that. And think about the generations before that, in fact, think about the last 500, 600 years of what's gone down in this country. So if you notice that what I said there is that the numbers have to get hard, higher. We have to punch harder. We have to, lo we have to love harder, unite harder. And that's why I've been, I've been telling people, I got your back. On social media, I got your back. Everybody has to step up. It's not enough to sit behind the scenes anymore. It's not enough to just sit back and say, you know, I'm, I'm totally against racism, but I don't want to speak out because I don't want my brand to get hurt or I don't want my job to know. Or I don't want to hurt my friends or I don't want to um, be judgmental or judgmental or be judged or um, I just want to be a part of it or I think my voice is too small. First of all, your voice is not too small. And right now, Everybody has to do has to do their part. If you're against racism, right now is a revolution. Right now is a big force that has your back. Not just me, a whole entire community has your back. So I've been telling people, like, if you got pictures of you, 
in your Jordans, which is black culture. You dance in the hip hop and going to Coachella and J. Cole concerts and Kendrick Lamar con- concerts, black culture, and shaking your ass on TikTok and shaking your ass at at at, at Coachella, which is all black culture. And in sports and rooting for sports and all that black culture, then you better step up and say Black Lives Matter too. Because this is a team, this is a unity thing. One of the beautiful things that I've been seeing on social media at protests, I've been to two, one in Pinole, one in Richmond, and I've just been seeing everywhere is that it's not just black people stepping up. It's white, white people. That's that's huge. Um, it's been one of the missing pieces that white people are calling out other white people for being racist and doing the wrong thing and the government and the injustice happening. It's been Asians. It's been Hispanics. It's been everybody. And this is what we're talking about. Black Lives Matter means everybody is going for the common good, the greater good, so we can all win. A powerful thing that Dr. Dre said, did an interview with Lil Wayne, he said that officer might as well have been whistling while he had his neck on George Floyd's. Or, or I'm sorry. He said that cop might as well have been whistling while he had his knee on George Floyd's neck. The blatant disrespect, the pure evilness in his eyes, the I don't care how many cameras are on me. There's nothing you can do about it. We had enough, man. The country has had enough. Everybody's been exposed. We just got to keep exposing people. As a, If you're against racism, expose people. Step up and say that you're against racism. Step up because your voice is not too small. Your voice can, it can lead somebody to step up. It can even change the mind of some people. It can educate people along the way. And that's why I appreciate my friends and and. And close people who I consider family, my non-black friends and family who have done the self-education, who has done the behind the scenes work, who has, you know, before this or during this time has has done the work to understand how they can be a part of this, what they can do to make change, how racism affects this country and how they called out people being racist when no black people are in the room. I appreciate that so much. And if you're listening, your friend listening to this, I appreciate you. I really do. People that reached out to me, check and see how I was doing, my thoughts, how they can, you know, be better as a human being during this during this revolution. I appreciate you so much. Um, and just understand, like I said, I got your back. I got your back. Everybody has to step up. Everybody has to speak up. We can't be quiet on this matter anymore. And um we have to go full force. One of the things I like that um, Greg Popovich said, uh, Spurs coach, he said, the thing that strikes me is that we all see this police violence and racism, and we've seen it all before, but nothing changes. That's why these protests have been so explosive. But without leadership and understanding what the problem is, there will never be change. And white Americans have avoided reckoning with this problem forever because it's been our privilege to be able to avoid it, that also has to change. And that's why people have become allies with this movement. We all, we, we all have been stepping up. White people have been stepping up. Non-blacks have been stepping up because of that. 
reason right there. There hasn't been change. And change has to come now. Um, some interesting events that I really feel is is monumental and big and creates momentum and you know it's probably been overlooked um from people in these positions but athletes stepping up big billion dollar companies stepping up um uh, you know saying they support black lives matter saying that they see what's happening and people using their voice LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes, major athletes using their voice. I think they're really seeing that they do have influence. I said, I posted that everybody needs to get behind LeBron James. Why? LeBron James has one of the most uh, biggest platforms on social media. The most followers, one of the most followers. His voice carries weight. He's powerful. He's a leader. He has so much influence. He does things in the community. He started this um this this voting um uh, let, let me google it. I don't want to be wrong but Bron James but he started a voting rights group because even in the voting system there's systemic racism and how they try to really mess that up so people can't vote long lines broken machines trying to rig the system and we all have to get behind LeBron James because he has a voice. He has influence. If LeBron is speaking up, more people will step up. More people in position like LeBron are going to step up. And um, a big event happened where we know about Kaepernick and how he peacefully protested, taking a knee during the, the national anthem. You know, Three years later, Drew Brees gets asked the question, what do you feel about people kneeling during the National Anthem? Drew Brees, you know, he's always looked up to. He's one of the biggest names to ever play football in football. Um, he's in a leadership role. He's a quarterback. Quarterback is the most posi important position in football. He's a white quarterback. And so he got asked this question. He said he's not... For people disrespecting the, the flag. And that showed that Drew Brees still didn't get what is going on. He still doesn't understand what's going on. He apologized later. But yet he still called our peaceful protests disrespectful. And that created an uproar definitely in the sports world. And I would have paid money to see what the, what the NFL players all text each other, all the black NFL players, even the non-black ones, what they text each other that night. Because I knew that they were not going to go play another game of football based on how the NFL has dealt with this already. And Kaepernick and Black Lives Matter, they've been very quiet. NFL owners, uh, Roger Goodell, very quiet. But after that Drew Brees statement, and Patrick Mahomes and other players came together. They did a video talking about how this is not to be looked over anymore. And what the biggest part of that video, I'll say it again, the quarterback is the most important position in football. Patrick Mahomes was on that video. Patrick Mahomes was destiny that he won the Super Bowl last year because he's a black quarterback. He's young. He's a leader. 
He's a quarterback. He was on that video. He's the he's the face of the league now. And Roger Goodell saw that and he knew he was about to lose his whole company, his whole business, his whole organization. If he didn't step up and apologize and say that they handled this Black Lives Matter movement incorrectly, which he did. That's change. People stepping up, LeBron James stepping up, people stepping up has created has created uh, walls being broken down and people being pushed into the corner to, to stop what they're doing, like Roger Goodell, like the NFL. Um, big company stepping up, acknowledging Juneteenth, um, the holiday, or, well, it's, being seen, it's now being seen as a holiday from Google and Nike in the state of New York. Uh, for for employees to be paid like it's a holiday. Incredible. Things like that. Things like that are victories along this path of change that can lead to, to big haymakers later on. Um, and we just all have to continue to educate ourselves. A big reason why there's racism still in this country, a big reason why people ignore racism, a big reason why people stay hidden or don't know how serious this is, if you're not a black person, especially even even black people, even black people don't know. Is this right here? The education schools, schools, education is a is a. A big piece of the systemic racism, erasing the black African-American history, not talking about slavery like it need to be talked about instead having us color Columbus arts and crafts stuff. Leaving out big pieces, chunks, leaders, heroes, and what really went down in the timeline to where we are today. Leaving out education. So that leaves us that leaves us to do what? Self-education. In school, we didn't learn about Spider-Man. We didn't learn about Harry Potter. We didn't learn about Spock. But we know their history because we read we saw their movie. We we we, we read their books, their comics. We know their history because we saw the movie. That's the same thing with, with today. You want to know about systemic racism? Watch documentaries, movies, educate yourself. Most people will stay away from that because they want to be uncomfortable. They want to stay in their bubble or they just simply don't care. But for those who do care, educate yourself. Watch a documentary. 13th, I have yet to watch it, but I hear it's the best one. It's on Netflix. Check it out. There's free stuff on YouTube. Um... Things are being streamed. Companies are streaming free things so people can get educated. Another video that I like is about an eight-minute video. Breaks it down real simple. It's a bite-sized video from Ryan Davis, the comedian. Um, look it up on uh, on Instagram or Google Ryan Davis Comedian. It'll take you to his Instagram page. And he has an eight-minute video that breaks down systemic racism. How drugs have been fed into these communities and how guns have been fed into these communities and how... We didn't, you know, the black community didn't get anything after slavery and how things are purposely destroyed and how people, blacks were killed off and, and how the redlining has happened. All these things, all these things, all the ripple effects from 500 years ago up to today, to today, he talks about that in that video. Videos like that can educate you. So do it. That's all. We all have to continue to do our part. I'm going to continue to do my part. I love, I, I love the protest. I love the social media post. 
But there's hard work to do beyond that, beyond the posting and the hashtags and the protesting. Sign petitions. Get on the phone. Email um, the you know the government officials. Continue continue to post. Please continue to post. Please continue to post. Please continue to post. Social media is a huge platform with tons of attention on it. Never under underestimate um, social media. And yes, definitely protest. Tra- protest. Strengthen numbers. You've seen it. You've seen the the Instagram post, Facebook post. You've seen the news. You've seen all the videos of what it looks like when everybody is in the streets saying the victims' names, saying it's time for change, calling out police brutality, calling out the wrong, chanting for good, chanting for change, crying, pleading, begging, taking force, taking action to make this country better and to really um, get a lot of, I mean, to get more depth into the revolution. And I can't stress that enough. I can't stress it enough. This is not a trend. This is a revolution. So I know this episode is kind of here and there and all over the place. But uh, walk away knowing this. Your voice is not too small. We have to continue to fight for change. And I got your back. So please step up. Please do your part. I'll continue to do my part. And um, the more we stay on this, the more we'll continue to see the, the hate and the evil being pressured and pushed out. Confederate flags have been torn out. Statues have been torn down. Slave owners' names have been moved from colleges. That's just the beginning. That's just a small part, but it counts. But things like that, to where we can get laws changed. And we can change the police system and, and really get these bad, evil, racism, or racist cops out of the system. Kind of weed them out and get things more focused and get money to go to places that where we need it. Change the school and the education systems. Everything. All that can happen if we step up, if we speak up. If we're in the streets, if we're posting, if we're signing the petitions, if we're voting. So that's my word on Black Lives Matter. My my Black Lives Matter. That that's my pulse and everything. That's my heart, my mind, my thoughts for now. Um, I'm sure I'll have more episodes on this in the future. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for doing your part. And hopefully this has done something for you in some kind of way to go out and make a difference so we all can win. Thank you.